Welcome to the Alive Lauren podcast and the place of celebrating your juicy, soulful, whole living. And yesterday, I had an aha. <laughs> I was really just like thinking along the lines of letting go. And Mickey teaches a lot about just relaxing and releasing into whatever's coming up and just letting go. Just actually physically, like breathe and physically relax and release. Just relax into whatever is coming up, as opposed to resisting or clinging. So, sometimes, because he always talks about starting with the small stuff. Um, because, like, the driver who's slow in front of you, the weather, and obviously there's big stuff. And sometimes with big stuff, there's more kind of weight to a side of judgment, of like it being right or wrong, or how can you let go, or how can you forgive, and just as if something's happening to you, like it's be, there's a perpetrator and a victim. So I'm not, it was just something like an aha around it, I was just thinking like staying open, like if you, we all, everybody uses a knife at some stage, you're cooking, you're doing something, you use a knife, something happens, not mindful, not conscious in the moment, slip, lose grip, and we cut ourselves. Now, <laughs> it would be like absolutely absurd to go on about it, that the knife cut us. It's the knife's fault. And because of this, never, ever, 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 ever again am I ever going to, like never, ever again am I going to pick up a knife and use it because the knife cut me. So I can never, ever, ever use one because it's dangerous and I'm just going to get hurt. In that situation, it would be ridiculous because it wasn't that the knife cut us, it just we got cut in a moment that there was something we could learn. Maybe the position we were holding the vegetables. Maybe we were in a rush and not focusing on what we were doing. Maybe it wasn't on a surface that had good grip. So there's a learning to take out of it. It's not about never using a knife again. It's about taking a learning so the next time we're more mindful or more careful and there's still a whole other stuff we can do with a knife and equally like imagine if it's happened to me <laughs> i've burnt myself cooking multiple times with things where i've either like put my hand into the oven and i've got like a burn where i've touched like a part of the rack they're just things where i have and it's not to mean that now, oh, the oven rack burnt me. I can never, ever, ever forgive it. I have to, like, never, ever, ever cook again. Like, on those situations, at that level, looking at it, it also, it's, like, so absurd. It wasn't that it, I just happened to get burnt because of a series of circumstances. And to look at what can I learn from it, so that next time, I have more respect for the heat and the flame and all of it, and I can still cook, and I can still even cook amazing things, and things that are better than I've ever done before. It doesn't mean to never have exposure to heat and cooking again. So along that vein, around staying open, precious souls, in life with all things, that it's not that, I know it gets complex, and I'm not wanting to get into detail with it, but just to play, play with this idea, and if it's more challenging on deeper levels, play with it on smaller levels. Just try it on and just because I found it was like wow um, so that decision which sort of cycles back round to Tony and the meaning 
that it's just things just are. We're the meaning-making machines. And yes, sometimes people go through lives. My God, I remember seeing like seven years a slave. Jesus, what some people in their lifetimes do go through is like, oh my God, it's beyond words understanding how does a human being have a life like that. But just to kind of, yeah, it's just very, very interesting that it's still not to resist opportunities to trust or to love or to... And the story that comes up most profoundly, which no doubt I've shared on a previous podcast, but I love me, I love me a story. Oh God, not just one, I just love them. So just as a disclosure in advance, like oh, I'm not going to get to every detail of the story, right? But you're going to get the essence of the story. And I absolutely love it as one of these, which fits perfectly for this whole analogy of like, if you get cut or you got burned, you wouldn't never cook or never use a knife again. So equally in the bigger scheme of things and the more challenging places of the inner world with emotional stuff, when things happen and we get feel, we feel emotions like abandonment or we feel emotions like outrage or injustice. Yeah. To like, just be mindful of feeling those, being a witness to them, letting them go. So we still open to those experiences again. So in the story, I did a program with, um, Oh my God, Peter, Paul, Peter, Peter Sage. <laughs> and Peter Sage was in South Africa at the time, and he shared this story. Um, I think I actually saw it online of, um, afterwards with following Peter. So he was one of Tony Robbins' youngest like assistant trainers. And Tony was giving, I think it was even Date with Destiny, it was one of his like couple of days, like week events where people go and stay and this was over 2011, 9-11, 9-11, the year that 9-11 happened. And everybody went to bed. And this happened in the sort of like late morning, early morning hours, late evening, early morning hours for them, wherever they were in the world, Fiji or Hawaii or whatever. And everyone woke up to this news. And there were all different kinds of reactions and things. And, you know, because people either had people they knew in New York, they were all, they were like Muslims and then they were like Western and there was, oh, there was just everything and every all mix of people who wanted to just run away, people who wanted to see how they could help, people that were frozen and it was how Tony managed the day and there was a woman, so a lot of it was facilitating people's stories and he spoke a lot about the meaning of events and trying to like hold space for people through this all and the story that was shared which had a massive impact on Peter, and he said probably like there was like thousands, maybe 2,000 or something people at this event. But then obviously it's gone bigger because I'm sharing the story. Peter shared it at events, like it's, it's just rippled. So a girl got up to say that she was in a relationship now, but she was very nervous of it and she put it off for a long time because previous to that, she'd been with who she thought was the love of her life heart wide open and he died in a car accident and the grief and trauma and sadness around that she just found like so hard to process and go through that the meaning she attached was when you open your heart that love hurts and in order to not feel pain it's just that what you need to do is not love because if you love you're going to be wide open something's going to happen and you're going to get hurt like hell so that was the meaning that she attached. So 
Fast forward a little bit, she meets this other guy who's like really enamored with her, really wants to start a relationship. You know, he pursues her and pursues her, they start dating. And every time he wants to take it to the next level, she's very resistant. And it does also cause arguments and stuff in their relationship. And he's even talking about marriage. <laughs> and this is just too much for her because love equals pain. Devastating pain is the meaning that she's attached. So she also shared that before the event, they had like a big argument about her even coming. And why was she coming? And why was she spending this amount of money? And why didn't they do something else together? And it's just that then they landed up having this big argument, but she came anyway. And she said that she now understands why she came. And she said that the night before, there had been a speaker that Tony had. So it's a woman who is deaf. She wasn't diagnosed as deaf when she was young. They thought that she had learning disabilities. So she, from an early age, was placed in schools for kids that were mentally challenged. So she wasn't given adequate attention and education because she was absolutely a bright, smart, present young woman who just, young lady, young girl, who was deaf. She was also sexually abused when she was young. And then later on, they, obviously they figured out it was that she couldn't hear, but she was actually speaking on stage, so sharing her story. And she'd been through a lot. This woman, like, she'd gotten cancer in her late teens or early 20s. There was one time she was lying on the beach. And, like, a beach, like a 4 by 4 somehow rode over her face. I don't know how that happens, but this happened to her. I think her cancer, like, returned. And she very much was carrying the weight of the past with her into the future. And then there was a time when... A friend of hers, so she had quite a comedic element to her nature. And a friend of hers had entered herself, her friend had entered friend's self, not the woman speaking, in a stand-up, like, competition or event, and she couldn't make it. And she suggested that the woman speaking go in her place, which she decided to do. And she actually did really well on that event. And it just kind of led from one thing to another, and she continued to pursue stand-up, and I think she got like a show and she got like, yeah, it literally became like a new solid path for her. And the biggest message that this comedian, this deaf comedian gave, who spoke on the stage that night before with this young woman she was sharing, was that she said, you cannot go into life and have a decent, like full, amazing life if you keep looking into the rearview mirror of your past. So if you keep like lugging all of that and all you're doing is focusing in the rearview mirror, you're going to you're have an accident, God's sake. You're going to miss everything that's in front of you and you're probably going to cause damage not only to yourself but others and the environment around you if all you're doing is focusing on the past and carrying that weight with you into every moment of the future. So this young woman got up who was speaking saying that last night I knew I was here after that. Like I knew I'd made this decision that love equals pain. And if I'd chosen another meaning, like I could have been married already. And I'm so crazy about this guy. He's so crazy and patient about me. And I phoned him and I wanted to tell him that as soon as I get back, let's get married. And she said she, he didn't answer. So she left a, sorry, I'm getting emotional as I'm telling it. Um, she left a message on his phone. And she woke up in the morning to get a message on her phone from him. 
he was on one of the floors of the World Trade Center. And the message said that the building had just been hit. And he doesn't know if he's going to get out. But he, and she could hear, you could hear, and this was played for the entire audience. The screams of people in the background. And he said on this voice note that, you know, if I don't make it, I want you to know that I die the happiest man having heard your message. And here was this young woman talking about how she had every, every right to say that love equals pain because she'd done it the first time she'd loved and lost. And now at the same time, just as she's voting to open her heart and say, let's get married, he dies in the Wall Street Center incident. And she had every right to say, look, proof, proof. But she said to the audience, I've lived that way too long. I don't want to live that way anymore. She said, like, if I would chosen to choose different meaning, I would have been married and I would have had, like, much more quality of connection with my partner. Even in the little time that we did have, it would have been different if I had been different. So she said, like, I want to change that and into the future... I want to be open and receiving of life and receiving of everything and not have meanings that make me close. And whatever equivalent of like an emotional standing ovation that this woman got at this event. Wow. (laughs) So if that isn't like an ultimate, like really like high example of how, you know, just love, like one gets hurt, it doesn't mean you don't love again. Yeah, and sometimes just about opening and actually being grateful for the extent of the love and the extent of the grief because it's it's actually testament to the degree of connection and love that someone shared so on this oh very moving note precious souls <laughs> gonna love and leave you and may we may we remain wide open to life's menu of possibilities and realizing the silliness of not doing because nothing it wasn't something that hurt us or anything like that it's just something that happened and what can we learn from it and what empowering beautiful meaning can we take forward to live with fullness and gratitude and openness because a life like that is certainly possible testament by story like this so precious heart until we meet again happy adventuring Mwah.